0: Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Speak to the Beak. I am Tim the Ferds and I am joined by Lou the Big Daddy on this fabulous Thursday night. Lou, how are we doing? I'm doing good.
1: Um, if you didn't notice, I just shaved in my annual handlebar mustache. What do you think? Uh, it's a different look for sure. I don't think I've seen the handlebar mustache. Oh, the handlebar mustache was out in Kansas City last year and uh. You know, I kept it through most of the playoffs. I did have to do it because um, you don't get much vagina thrown at you when you have this handlebar mustache. So I did have to get rid of it, but I do think it's good luck because we did win the Super Bowl last year.
0: Well, I guess you're just going to have to keep it. Uh, Of course, obviously, uh, I missed the uh, Arrowhead trip, so I didn't get to see it in full force.
1: It definitely was a sight, I will tell you. (laughs)
0: Um, All right, if you're here with us, on um, By the time you listen to this a Friday morning, you know we're here to preview all the games. Um, normally we kind of gloss over the Thursday night game because either we don't care or by the time you hear this, the game's over already. But we know a closet favorite team there, Arizona Cardinals, will be playing tonight. So we are going to talk about the Thursday night game ahead of time um, right now. And, you know, if one of us is grossly wrong, you get to uh, check the receipts pretty good there because you'll be listening to it and the game will already been played. So, Lou, since it's your NFC team, I'll let you kick off. Well, that division, as we said earlier, coming into the season
1: <clears throat> is an unbelievable, unbelievable division. And it is so tight. I think the three teams are six and three. Um. Right. I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys how good of an analyst I am because I was right about Arizona the whole time. I was right about Kyler Murray. Um, I was right about the run game. I was right about DeAndre Hopkins when that trade happened. So Arizona is the best team in that division. And I know some of you are like, whoa, that's pretty crazy. Okay, the 49ers are decimated. Seattle has a flying awesome offense, but their defense is like me back playing corner. So, you know, anyone can pass apparently except for Jared Goff. And now we'll get to the Rams and say that Jared Goff sucks. So Arizona is a mid-tier defense, but their offense is one of the best in football. And Kyla Murray, guys, 5'9", doesn't matter, still slings the rock down the field as if he's 6'8". I love it. Arizona is going to win this one. Knowing it's Seattle, it'll probably be a field goal game again, but I do think Arizona is going to sweep them this year and uh, let's go cards.
0: Yeah. So obviously we know you're uh, kind of a homer for the Cardinals, even though we don't even, not even from there. And that's weird, but I know you were spot on with the uh, Cardinals take this year for sure. Um, Just to piggyback on that, he beat me to it. So it's all him. Um, but this is a big game tonight because, uh, like you said, Arizona could sweep the season series against Seattle. Um, I expect Seattle to come out the same way they always come out, which is just chucking the ball all around the field. Um, weird, though. I don't know if you saw it. Not, rel- not, not relevant to the game whatsoever. But the stadium changed from CenturyLink to Lumen Field today. <laughs> Any thoughts on that, like the day of the game? No, nah, it's just weird. It is there's kind of definitely, weird, right?
1: There's definitely some stockholder fraud going on, which really <laughs> excites me. Like, nothing
0: makes football better than fraud. Oh, uh, So, will we see a typical Seattle crazy game at the new Lumen Field? Well, same stadium, but different name. Yeah, most likely. I mean,
1: unless Russell Wilson was, like, behind the fraud that we are allegedly saying happened, you know. Um,
0: uh, I mean, Lumen Field, I don't even know who's – what's Lumen I'm pretty sure I was reading that it's just CenturyLink rebranded themselves so there's, there's no fraud whatsoever it's just a different name That's somewhat disappointing Cardinals is going to smoke
1: them Smoke in mean, Lumen Field is boring
0: Yeah it sounds weird but so Lou is obviously on the Cardinals um, we kind of want to throw some stuff in there real quick DeAndre Hopkins catch and Kyle Murray throw in two sentences or less I'll give you then we got to move on Kyler Murray,
1: runner-up MVP, DeAndre Hopkins, best wide receiver in football.
0: All right. That was pretty quick and short to the point there.
1: I I mean, look, like, what's your argument? Uh, You know, I know you said quick, but what's your argument against DeAndre Hopkins? Tyreek Hill, who arguably is the best, you know, and I'm a Chiefs fan. But, um, you know, it's totally different gameplay between the two of them. Um, you know, there are a lot of talented wide receivers. I don't think anyone in Tampa Bay is showing you that they're the best. Um, Tom Brady sucks anyway. But, um, you know, I just think it's, it's DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, and then Phil left
0: Yeah, I mean, this is another topic for another uh, podcast because I could go on and hit you with stats. But uh, Antonio Brown, since 2014, leads the league in touchdowns, and he hasn't played in two years pretty much. So just throw that out there. That's great. Um, He also has he also has three misdemeanor and two felony charges. That's you. ah, We're talking about off the field. He said best receiver. He's better. He's still a receiver. He's a receiver on and off the field. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. All right. So let's get into the Sunday slate. Unfortunately, the NFL is back to not having as many four o'clock games as we only have four of them. Uh, But at least two or three of them are pretty good. So we'll see what happens. But kicking off. Philadelphia Eagles at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Browns really hurt me last week on the Friday fire, as I thought they were an easy cover and Nick Chubb decided that he was going to walk out of bounds at the one yard line to end the game. And I end up pushing on the game. So that sucked, um, but it's not a loss. So I guess we'll take it. Philadelphia Carson Wentz is terrible. I don't really know how, what other way to put it at first. It was like, you know, he's injured or the offensive line is not good or he's weapons, whatever, blah, blah, like last week, Miles Sanders is back. Jalen Rieger is back. Alshon Jeffrey is back. Lane Johnson is back. And this dude still can't complete a pass. So I'm out on the Eagles. I'm going to take the Browns at with uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt leading the rushing game there. Baker Mayfield really doesn't have to do anything other than throw the ball to the right team. And they'll probably win the game. So what are your thoughts there?
1: I agree with you completely. I mean, as disappointing as Cleveland's been all year, Philadelphia is just a poop train. Just, they just poop, 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 poop. Uh, Cleveland is favored by three points. I will take that. I don't think it's going to be that close. Yeah,
0: and Cleveland's at home. Um, over-under is also at 47 and a half. Um, yeah, I I will, uh, yeah, I don't like that. I'll, 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 I'll go on the, uh, the spread there, but not the over-under. Don't feel um, good about it. So this gives us a quick opportunity to talk about the NFC East because the Giants are on a bye. So right now pretty much every team is in it for the NFC East. If you have to pick one team – right now to win the division who are you taking i know who my pick is so this is gonna hurt um the giants yeah
1: yeah so they're just playing um, the best (laughs) they really are playing the best their defense is the best in in the nfc east um their defense is keeping them in games daniel jones is starting to slowly make less mistakes he's holding on to the ball a little better um, he hasn't, here's a fun fact. He hasn't thrown a red zone pick in one game. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that amazing?
0: That's a really long streak for him. Yeah, that really is.
1: So <laughs> I, I give the advantage to the Giants here. And My dad's very happy about that.
0: Yeah. Um, we'll talk about some other scenarios as we go along, but I agree. The Giants, uh, the Giants could easily have like five or six wins right now with the way they've been playing. They just can't finish games. Uh, so we're both on Cleveland, so we can move on to the next game. Uh, we have the Atlanta Falcons at the new Orleans saints with the return of the best fantasy quarterback to ever live, Jameis Winston, if you play in a league where interceptions don't kill you. I'll let you go first. I don't know what your thoughts are on Jameis, but he's a hot commodity in all my leagues. He's a popular guy.
1: Yeah, I was really hoping you didn't make me go first on this. Um, <laughs> so I I uh, love Jameis Winston. I think the league is better with Jameson, Jameis Winston in it. Um, I mean, you, my, my favorite argument to make is, he threw 30 picks. Imagine if 15 of those were accurate, he would have had 45 touchdowns and 15 <laughs> interceptions. And he would have been one of the MVP candidates with 5,000 yards um, more, more than 5,000 yards. So uh, Atlanta, I, you know, Matt Ryan is, is great, especially when Julio's on the field, he's back. Uh, Calvin Ridley is questionable for Sunday, but I, I still think just that Julio Ryan connections a lot that said, I think Jameis Winston's gonna really open it up here. Um, I don't think Sean Payton has any say in whether he destroys this game or not. I think it's just a Jameis Winston thing. Um, you know, he doesn't check down, so I don't know how they're gonna use Kamara. He just slings
0: that ball down the field, like, like oh my god. Uh, they're gonna go from Drew Brees, a quarterback whose you know, like average depth of throw is like four yards down the field to Jameis Winston, where it's like 13 and a half. Like, it's going to be amazing. (laughs) The only check down Jameis Winston knows is the ESPN show. So
1: (laughs) this is going to be a wild one. I like the Saints by, honestly, a lot more than four points.
0: Yeah, see, as you know, and if you follow me at all, I hate the Falcons because I can never pick them right. So I'm going to curse the Saints by taking them this week, which means the Falcons will win, but I'm still going to take the Saints. All right, this is,
1: this is at 52 points, too.
0: Yeah, we're going over on that. Yeah, we're totally going over on that. Winston will give the other team at least 10, and he'll put up 30. So all the Falcons have to do is show up, and we'll be fine there. Um, I think it's just interesting, though, because they've been saying for, like, two years, Taysom Hill's the backup quarterback. He's a backup quarterback. And this is two years in a row where they're like, nah, we're going to let Teddy start, and then we're going to let Jameis start. So don't know what we're doing there. Um, so moving on to the next game. Uh, the Bengals at Washington, this could, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to start this, but this could be bad for the Bengals because they can't block anyone. And the only part of Washington team that's good is their front four. So Joe Burrow, like like last week, Pittsburgh killed him. Uh, I won't be as bad as that, but he, he's probably going to, he's probably in for a couple more hits this week. Both of these teams have like gaping holes on their roster. Uh, Honestly, any team could win this one, but I'm going to take Joe Burrow because I think after facing Pittsburgh last week with, like, the best defense in the league, this is going to be a little bit easier going against Washington.
1: Yeah. um,
0: Alex Smith, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I wish I knew someone at a live sports bureau so I could find that if someone has ever thrown 59 attempts and throw for almost 400 yards and did not throw a touchdown in a game. Like, is that even possible? I don't, I have no idea. <laughs>
1: uh, um, I don't feel good about it, but I'm gonna agree with you and say the Bengals here. But it would not surprise me if Alex Smith does his, you know, 282, 22 for 28, one rushing touchdown, two passing touchdowns, three interceptions. Like, it wouldn't, yeah, super efficient
0: for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so and no i know i know lou's looking at me just like what do we yeah we don't like this game so we're just gonna move on to the next one um but the important aspect of of that game is i feel like you kind of want to lose because that's really going to set up draft position because both of those teams do not have a good record right now um, cincinnati has so, been in a few games though you know like um, Both of them. I, Washington too. Like they're 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 competitive for three quarters and then the other team blows them out in the fourth for the most part. Right. But
1: the difference is Washington is going against the NFC East. Cincinnati is going against the AFC North. So it's right. Well, I'm pretty
0: sure all of Cincinnati's games against the AFC North, other than that Thursday night game against Cleveland, like they've gotten smacked. So that yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like, that division's just way better. But anyway, yeah. we can move on to the next one. I'm oh, sorry. Um so Detroit Lions at the Carolina Panthers. Uh, McCaffrey is out. Teddy Bridgewater status currently up in the air. I think the backup quarterback is like uh, that guy from the XFL, like P.J. Walker or whatever. (laughs) So I don't know how that's going to go for the Panthers. Um, But Matt Stafford also banged up, has a thumb injury. And then we don't know about Kenny Galladay either. But uh, Detroit last week tried their best to blow a 20-something point lead. Uh, They're really good at blowing leads in the second half, but luckily uh, Stafford and Prater saved the day at the end of the game. Um, Carolina just got shredded by a pissed-off Tom Brady. So where do you think this one's going this week? A lot of injuries that we're kind of unsure about. Uh,
1: Detroit? (laughs) Just because they have better – this is this is hard. Okay, so it's hard because like the argument would be Caroline has been finding ways to stay in games; they just can't finish. But that's with Teddy, who I said was going to be trash, who actually was surprisingly very okay um <laughs> until he destroyed his knee last week, which sucks. You hate to see like a quarterback like Teddy, you know, go down like that. But I mean, if Matt Stafford is not playing, this is just this is an XFL
0: matchup if. That's what this is, and it's. You yeah, going that be, be Chase Daniel versus PJ Walker potentially? Oh, that what made me burner. sick.
1: <laughs> made me sick to my stomach hearing you say that. I just, I don't, I don't know. Um, hopefully, Matt Stafford plays easy. Detroit pick here. They don't even have lines up. This game sucks so much.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot going on. Also, DeAndre Swift missed practice today with a concussion, so he might be out for Sunday too. So this could get real ugly. I'm just going to take Detroit if Stafford plays. And then if he doesn't, obviously you're not betting this game because one, the line's not available. And two, I just wouldn't want any part of this whatsoever. No. So you should be happy the line's not available. Um, so let's we're going to move on to the next game. This one I can kind of sum up pretty quickly for you. Pittsburgh <laughs> is playing at Jacksonville. Jacksonville is going to lose. That's it. Jake might be points. in a body cast. They will, cover, they will cover the 10 and a half points as well. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's Jacksonville's in big trouble. If it wasn't, if it weren't for the jets, they'd be easily the worst team in the league. Um, Here we go. So this one we've been, we circled this way back. I don't know, like April we've been waiting for this one, Tennessee Titans at the Baltimore Ravens. I wrote about this for the Friday fire. So I'll let you go first. All right. Both teams are extremely
1: disappointing this year. Um, Tennessee, we thought, would have a better defense. I mean, offseason, we actually said, okay, they lost a lot. They had, what, 26 guys up for free agency, re-signing. That's insane. Okay. Horrible contracting. Um, And then the Ravens came in, and I think we were on a mutual take that Lamar Jackson is taking a step back because they're starting to figure out his secret sauce. Secret sauce, Running. If you stop Lamar Jackson from running, he can't really throw the ball all that well. Um, as you like to say, he can he'll, – he'll destroy you with those 5, 7, 10-yard dink and dunks, but make him throw, you know, over the linebacker's heads, and this guy is like – I mean, I would say you drop him back, but you're probably more accurate than Lamar Jackson. Um, so the Ravens, I think, are, are frauds of the year. With that said, the Titans are their competition because the Titans have been nothing but disappointing, really – I mean, with a few big Derrick Henry runs peppered in there, um, you know, the defense is just letting up so many points. They're losing too many important games. And they're letting teams hang around, which is really annoying. But because Baltimore's defense is what it is, which, again, has been not not as great as we were anticipating it would be, I will give the Ravens the edge here because the Titans just haven't shown me that they can get it done. Um God, it's going to be a low-scoring game, I think, though. But if the Titans win, it's going to be by 30. It's not going to be close.
0: (laughs) Well, the Titans are all over the map. That's what I was just about to say. Like, you know, one week they're kicking the crap out of the Buffalo Bills, and then, like, two weeks later they get bodied by Phillip Rivers, who can't throw more than, like, 12 yards anymore. So, it's like, you never know what team you're getting. And then Derrick Henry against every other team that's not named the Houston Texans rushes for, like, 3.5 yards of carry. So, like, that's weird. Um but we're getting, we're getting close to Derrick Henry season. Like after Thanksgiving, that's when he wakes up. So we should have real Derrick Henry soon or fake Derrick Henry. I don't know. It depends on which one, which side Winter is coming. Yeah, that's right. Um, when I took this game for the Friday fire, the line was at Tennessee getting six and a half. I took the points. I still think Baltimore is going to win, but I, I don't think Baltimore right now the way their offense is, can blow anybody out because they just can't – they're not explosive right now for whatever. Even, like, with the stuff they're normally good at, they're not explosive with right now. I think they have too many running backs in the rotation. I don't know what's going on with, with Lamar Jackson. Because, like you said, normally he's accurate on, like, those short crossing routes, but he's even missing those. So I, I don't know, like, what's going on. And like you said a couple weeks ago, he hasn't really been running. And it's not like the other teams are, like, trying really hard to stop him. Like, he has open lanes. Like, he's on the Patriots game. They even said, like, what are you doing, not running this? Like, he's just not running. I don't know why, if they're like intentionally holding him back or whatever, he's like doesn't want to get hit. I don't know. I think Baltimore wins because their defense is really good. Calais Campbell should be back for this game. But I, I'm take for the fire, I took uh, Tennessee in the points. I think they cover. Yeah, the line's
1: closing in. It'll probably be four and a half, four points at game time. It's minus five now for Baltimore.
0: Oh, good. So I got it pretty at a pretty good number then. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sweet. touching that game, but if you're going to put a gun in my head, I'd. Oh Tennessee,
1: Tennessee covers.
0: <laughs> I'm glad I got it at six and a half. That's a good. That's a. I like that a lot better than five. That's for sure. Um. All right, here we go. Next game, New England Patriots at the Houston Texans. This might as well be called like the uh, Massachusetts Bowl or something. Everyone in this game has some affiliation of the Patriots. The entire Texans front office are Patriots guys. Romeo Cornell the coach right now of the Texans, is a Patriots guy. And then obviously you have the entire Patriots over here. Josh McDaniels is being linked to the Texans' job. Like, th- there's a lot going on here. And we can probably do an entire 40 minute podcast just on this game, but we'll keep it short for you. I'll go first. I think, well, not that I don't think. I know Houston has the worst rush defense in the league. And New England knows that they are a power run team. Last week, they only let Camp throw the ball 17 times because they know he's terrible. Uh, I think that's not good for Houston. When I took this game for the Friday fire, it was Patriots giving two, I believe. I took that. Um, And I just think that Cam and Damian Harris slash Rex Burkhead, you know, all those guys the Patriots use, are just going to run all over Houston's defense.
1: This is another one where I have no idea what to do. I don't know what to do. This is so frustrating. Because I really, like, (laughs) New England's defense has taken, I mean, you want to talk about a step back. No one's afraid to play New England now, right? Houston Texans offense should be very good. Not great. It shouldn't be great. It should be very good because Deshaun Watson is a very, 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 very good quarterback. And Will Fuller is one of the fastest guys in the league. Just throw him the ball. Just keep throwing him the football. I don't care who is, I don't even know who's backup wide receivers all right at the second. I don't care. Throw the damn ball. Let Deshaun Watson do his thing. Let him run around and scramble nothing's changed just keep doing it last year yeah uh the same as last year i mean but wow new england beat the Ravens. so if you're gonna do football math this game shouldn't even be close shouldn't even be close this game if you're gonna do football math this should be a nine or ten point spread but it's not but it's not it's one <laughs> oh it went down it's only one now one and a half
0: yeah wow
1: so i mean god damn it uh Give me the Texans.
0: Oh, okay. Bold. I like it. Give me it. the
1: Texans. Yeah. Last week after uh,
0: Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb both running for over 100 yards. It's going to be a good one. This is the game yeah, that the I don't Patriots, like to watch.
1: The Patriots use three backs and Cam Newton only rushes like five or seven times a game now. So,
0: yeah. But all his are touchdowns. So, yeah. That's the one thing he's still got going for him. And when you're in like inside the five, he's pretty much automatic. Um, he did get stuffed last week, though. He did. You did. Pretty rough, rough stuff. It's pretty rough, but they won. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that game was crazy in itself, though. That monsoon they were playing in—that was crazy. That I like that.
1: Yeah, two really not great quarterbacks squaring off.
0: You love it. It's great I love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move to the four o'clock window. Um, we can spend more times on some of these games than others because you know the Jets and the Cowboys play in the slot. So, the first game, we'll do the Miami Dolphins at the Denver Broncos, um, and I'll just serve it to you there. You can take this in any direction you want for Dolphins-Broncos.
1: I was going to just play the Miami Dolphins theme song, but I was afraid that the connection would be bad going through. Uh, Miami Dolphins are an unbelievable force that apparently no one can stop, (laughs) including my Arizona Cardinals. So... Uh, Denver has been extremely disappointing. Here comes the uh, excuse train off me. the tracks about their injuries. But even with a healthy Drew Lock, he still threw four picks. I have no idea what's going on in Denver, but I do know something very special is happening in Miami. So give me the fins.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Miami's going to kill Denver this week.
1: I did the, um, the Fin thing. I forgot. This is audio only.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my god um drew lock might be in a body cast if he even plays because he already i saw that he's got like bruised ribs or something like that so when he when they put him out there and drug him up and he gets killed by halftime he'll be out of the game um miami's front seven is gonna eat up the broncos offensive line they have two really good cover corner guys and xavian howard and byron jones miami that is so that should kind of neutralize judy and friends I also took this game for the fire. When I took it, Miami was giving three. I figured that was an easy victory for me there. I took that and ran with it. This one could get ugly for Denver. Lines are down with Drew Locke in question. Uh, okay, so, all right. Well, that might not even be available for you then. But I got it, so we'll take it. Uh, the next game, this is actually – I'm going to go first for this one. The New York Jets at the L.A. Chargers. Now, I don't know what's going on with the Chargers because I feel like they're putting up like 20-something plus a week and they're winning in the fourth quarter and then they blow the lead or something like ridiculous happens. Like, you know, what was it? Um, against Oakland, against Oakland, against the Raiders, they drop back-to-back fade routes. They could have won the game. So like everything that can go wrong for the Chargers seems to go wrong all the time. And obviously we're a New York-based company, as you like to say. And Jets fans right now, we're all aboard the Trevor Lawrence train. We want him. We have the clear shot at him. I'm saying we like I'm a Jets fan, but you know what I mean. New York, <laughs> Jets fans want Trevor Lawrence, right? That's my, my a Jets fan, so I kind of hope they get him just for his sanity. This is the type of game the Jets win. When it's like, wow, this team should hang 35 on us and we're going to lose. And the next thing you know, the Chargers do something stupid and the Jets come back and win the game. <laughs>
1: Um uh sorry for the pause. I'm just I get what you're saying. No. Come on, man. Chargers. I know the,
0: the Jets are too bad. I'm going to take the Chargers. But like, would you be shocked at all if the Jets won this game because I wouldn't be. I like that's all such right, a Jets I, move. listen,
1: for me to agree with you and say I wouldn't be shocked at all, um I'd be I'd be laughing. I'd be laughing <laughs> real hard. Um but it, this wouldn't be the most surprising thing I've seen all year.
0: What is that, the,
1: um, the man gif? We are laughing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah this is – I look, I like Herbert. I like what – you know. We'll How about his it, haircut?
0: Isn't... Hold on. Stop. I have to stop you right there. How about this dude's haircut? Yeah. I mean, boot camp. He's ready for boot camp. I've seen so many good, like, tweets about it. Like, he went back to the 1950s barbershop to get that one done. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he – why would you let your training coach do that?
1: His strength and conditioning coach did it. Is that, oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, it's terrible. Crazy. That, the best one I saw was them putting him on the cover of that movie and calling it yes. Saving, yeah. Saving Private Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what his girlfriend thinks now that he looks like a 12-year-old. She don't give a shit. He's making a lot of money. Just happy for the
0: for the, the ride-along. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Um, so I guess you're taking the Chargers. Yeah. All right. Here I'll we even go. take
1: the, the charges are at 10. I'll even take those points. I I mean, you said it yourself. Let's put it, let's just really quick. I know we don't want to talk yeah, too yeah. long about this. Um, The charges though, 10 point favorites. We're agreeing that they're putting up at least 20, 24 points a game. Jets are averaging, putting up 10 points a game. That's the spread right there. Yeah. But, and the charges defense, although they're letting up a lot of fourth quarter, there's, they're not even, I mean, they're mid- middle of the pack. And the jets can't even throw against bad defenses. So,
0: yeah, but uh, no, I think the chargers are going to win. It's just, if the jets won, you know, I'm kind of with you, like not surprised. And it would just be hilarious. Um, So here we go. Next game. This is the big one of the four o'clock window, green Bay Packers at the Indianapolis Colts, Indianapolis Colts actually have the number one defense in the league right now, not Pittsburgh. Uh, They hopped them in DVOA. I think two weeks ago, Uh, green Bay right now, Devontae Adams, not practicing. Because uh, he's always injured, apparently. I don't know what's going on with him. I think if Adams doesn't play, there's no way the Packers win this game. Because I can't see any of their receivers doing a, like a much against this defense. So where are you on this?
1: I agree. I think Devontae Adams needs to be there for the chance. But I think, even still, I think the Colts win this. Um, that defense has been fantastic. Phillip Rivers really hasn't needed to do too much. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's putting up great stats. But, I mean, they're able to move the ball pretty well, fairly well throughout the game. Um, And until the Colts give me a reason to stop taking them on one-point spreads, I'm going to continue to do it. So,
0: uh, rooting for the Colts here. Yeah, I took the Colts. This is actually my backup game uh, for the Friday Fire. So because I know some sometimes when I write it, when it comes out on Friday, some of the lines aren't available or they move like a gross amount. You don't want to touch it. So I sometimes I try to give like a bonus game. This was my bonus game. Um, Feel free to take the Colts here. They're at home. They're in the dome. They should be able to run against Green Bay because Green Bay does not like physical football. And that's what the Colts do. Um, So I I agree with Lou there. I'm going to take the Colts. Uh, moving on, last game at 425 here. Dallas Cowboys at the Minnesota Vikings. I don't think the Cowboys are any good, and I don't think, obviously, that's a hot take. Um, Minnesota is finally playing the way me and you both thought they were going to be playing all year. It just took them a little time. Uh, Dalvin Cook currently leading the league in rushing, and he should be able to put up like a buck fifty against the Cowboys. So I'm going to take the Vikings, despite Kirk Cousins being mediocre. I don't think anyone has taken Dallas. We can move on. Okay, good. That's what I thought. All right, here we go. Sunday night football. So excited. Kansas city chiefs at the Las Vegas Raiders. We'll set this one up for you. And by we, I mean, I, uh, last time the chiefs played the Raiders, uh, the defense played horrendously. The Raiders averaged, I think it was like 15.8 yards per play in like the second quarter. Like every, every play they hit was like a 20 yard gain. It was ridiculous. Um, Chiefs had a 75-yard touchdown called back because of a holding, which sucked. Um, Raiders, apparently after the game, it's been, surf- it's been kind of swirling around on social media. They took a victory lap after the game was over. Um, the, the Chiefs apparently are not happy about that because it's the first time the Raiders have beaten them in like a million years. Um, so now they're going to – the Chiefs are pissed. Uh, apparently Tyreek Hill will be running back punts. Which for me, I know Lou doesn't like it, but like as if I can get Tyreek the ball even more, I'm down for it. All right, I don't I don't know what the spread is, but if the Chiefs are actually motivated, because that's their normal problem, is that they they're so much better than everyone else, they sleepwalk through a lot of the games. If they're actually pissed off and they're playing at Vegas, I think they're gonna kick the living crap out of the Raiders.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Besides the victory lap, um, worth noting, Andy Reid has only lost four games coming off a bye in his entire career. Um, this is just going to be a bloodbath. It really is. And, and if, if you need any assurance that Kansas City's pissed off and they're fired up on, like, any time you've seen them this season, just look at what Travis Kelsey's writing on Twitter and Facebook. He's He's really going in on the Raiders, and he's like, you know, this is it like he's like we're not losing another game and the raiders are going to spring us into where we need to go that is some serious shit talk i like that this is like the tune-up game from the movie the longest yard tune-up game you know when you come in and <laughs> eat the ever-loving shit out of appalachian state
0: <laughs> oh man one thing yeah. to look to look at at this game though the chiefs uh currently down a bunch of offensive linemen However, the Raiders have 10 of their defensive starters on the COVID list. So (laughs) I don't think the Chiefs are a team you really want 10 defensive starters on the COVID list for. (laughs) It's pretty aggressive.
1: But, I mean, even still, give me a healthy team. I mean, Mahomes is going to be moving around a lot because those three linemen are huge. But apparently Andy Reid's – you know, I I think the move with Schwartz – is a conservative one because we're going to need him for the playoffs. Um, so I think it's like, get your rest. You know, we could afford a few losses, even if we don't get the first round by we're still in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, for sure. Cause they the only team that's challenging us for the bye right now is Pittsburgh and they're undefeated. So until someone beats them, it doesn't matter how many games we win. Cause we can't catch them unless they lose. So yeah. And we don't play them this year. Correct. Um, so here we go. Last game of the week. LA Rams at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lose favorite quarterback ever. Jared Goff will be appearing in this game. So I will let him start us off here. Jared Goff might not hit 189 passing
1: yards. He is a piece of shit and he shouldn't be in the NFL. He is a very inconsistent quarterback who sometimes plays better at home. He is a disappointment and he is not an attractive looking person. Brady is, I mean, Brady by... Brady might win this game by two, three possessions.
0: So I'm not going to go that far um, because I do think that the Rams defense is really good and they have been really good all year now that they're shadowing with Jalen Ramsey. That was going to be my question to you because even Ramsey's guarding people in the slot now. So if you're the Rams, do you leave Jalen Ramsey on one side or do you have him follow a certain guy and who do you want him to follow?
1: That's a good question. I guess you would have him follow. Um, Brown yeah. so you'd, you'd have him follow Antonio Brown because before Antonio Brown came in uh, Godwin and Evans really haven't shown us too much you are actually more concerned about Scotty Miller um, which is baffling to say so those two until they turn up the Jets I think you just cover Antonio Brown who we all know is like an awesome awesome wide receiver terrible person but
0: great football player Yeah. Uh, There's no way in hell I'm letting Antonio Brown beat me. I don't, maybe he's been out of the league for what, but it's been like a year and a half now. And he already, he had like 80 yards receiving last week on like six catches the second game back. So (laughs) it's only going to get worse. If you're playing against Antonio Brown, I am going to take Tampa because they're at home. And like you said, golf is not as good on the road. Um, I think this has the potential to be an anti Tim game, which would be a lot of defense. And I don't like that, but uh, I'm going to take Tampa here.
1: Yeah, also worth noting, uh, Rams got bamboozled by Miami, uh, I guess, two weeks ago. There's now I know in there, right? So it might have been yeah. three, but yeah. Okay. So I know people are going to come out and say, well, Miami just had a spectacular DST game. I get it, but points are points, guys. Um, I don't trust – I really don't trust the Rams – they show up when they feel like showing up and that's not a team you really want to count on when you have Tampa Bay with Tom Brady as the quarterback. I just, I mean, you know, you're getting your best out of Tom Brady that day. Now, as we've seen against that, you know, the saints, sometimes his best isn't that great, but you're getting, you're getting the best that one of the best quarterbacks of all time can do. And, you know, you, you don't want to take those chances against the team that shows up sometimes. I agree, for sure.
0: Real quick, to wrap up the pod, your current leader for NFL MVP is? Patrick Mahomes. Okay. And your current coach of the year is? Mike Tomlin. Mm, okay. And your current favorite non-Chiefs team to win the Super Bowl is? Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Ah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to agree with you. You made me say
1: that. You made me say that. You baited
0: me. My coach of the year is Brian Flores, but I agree all the way through. So that's going to wrap it up for us. Maybe next week me and Luke can hop on for a little uh, award prediction part of the show here, but that's going to wrap it up. Follow us at Beak Brands on instagram and twitter you can follow lou at lou jocks you can follow me at tim ferdinand um, obviously if you listen to this you probably know the podcast is up on spotify and stitcher and a couple other places uh, so make sure you definitely spread the word about that and then obviously we are currently streamlining streamlining right on schedule uh, with scheduled content every week so make sure you check that out tell your friends
1: Yep, and um, if Tim's response about blind, uh, blind, Brian Flores surprised you, DM me. I'll send you a piece that I wrote and Tim edited weeks ago about uh, Brian Flores probably being coach of the year. Um, with that said, thank you guys for tuning in, and we love you so much.